Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Welcome to Bridge the Atlantic. We are your hosts, Ross Barber. And Marcia Novelli. And today on the show, we're joined by LA-based singer-songwriter Tara Naomi. Tara Hi. is hey. Hi. How's it going? <laughs> Tara is over eager. <laughs> Tara is over eager and an independent artist who is the first musician to build a global following on YouTube in 2006. She won the first YouTube award for best music video and was invited by Al Gore to play Live Earth at Wembley Stadium. After releasing her debut album with Island Records in 2007, Tara's released two albums independently and toured Europe multiple times. And we're pleased to say Hey, how's it going? Hey, going, going well. Now, now I'll say hi. Hello. Uh, hey. It's good. Drinking some coffee. Waking up, you know, it's as coffee. we do. Coffee's important. Um, you got like a bag of tonic over there? No. <laughs> yeah, I'll pretend like it's that cool. It's kind of early, isn't it? It's actually lime water, but yeah. It's what water? It's a, it's lime, like water with just lime squeeze, squeeze in it. I thought you said alarm water. <laughs> Sorry, I thought you said too. Sorry, Didn't you sound water. like you said alarm water? Not like, I gotta get like my vitamin electrolytes, water? man. That's like vitamin water, but it's like infused with like crystal meth or something. It's like infused with cracks. And you're just like, whoa! Wow! But that would explain so much. This is no, alarming it water. It's like vitamin water, but better. <laughs> I like that. We just started a new brand. It's going to make so much money. Alarm oh, water. Sponsorship's coming our way. Alarm water. <laughs> Oh my God. So Tara, we like to start off our shows by asking our guests to tell us three things about themselves that everyone should know. So let's rephrase that. Tell me three things about yourself that everyone should know. Oh my God. All right. Well, the first thing is really obvious, which is I have to put my work on workout clothes on first thing in the morning. Otherwise I don't work out later in the day. It's like if I put on normal clothes, um, then I um, then I'll find some reason not to go to the gym. So uh, that's why I'm wearing this beautiful outfit. That There's you see always a reason you. not to go to the gym. You just there need is. One that's why you go. have to. Yeah, that's why you have to like be clever and creative and be like, well, once you get out of bed, you have to put your workout clothes on. <laughs> um, and because you feel shame, it's like I have to shame myself. If I if I then if I then like change out of my workout clothes without working out, I feel like a total loser. So, um, so that's the way, <laughs> well, you know, it's like, that was you- just a jab at me because I told you before the interview that yesterday I put on my workout clothes, no, stepped outside, it-, it was too cold. So I said, fuck it, came inside, <laughs> took my workout clothes off. And but I've done chilled. it too. I've done it too. That's how I know that I feel like a loser when I do it. Because <laughs> I've done it. It's happened. I'd love to say that I've never once, done, you know, but I've done it. It happens all the time. It might even happen today. You don't know. Any day could be loser day. Um, what else? Okay, so I have two more things that I'm supposed to tell about myself. Yes, we need must. to. Yeah. Um, are they like music things or are they anything. just like personal anything, things? Anything, anything, anything. I'm, I'm writing a book. Nice. That's fun. And. Um, it's uh, creative nonfiction. It's stories in the last five years of my life that sort of were the result of a combination of really 
horrible events that oh. happen all at the same time. But it's really funny. It's sort of like um, it's a uh, it's it's humorous, you know, stories that range from everything from like entertainment industry to um, porn to like oh yeah. Um, to like sorry, sorry, sorry. Ponzi could schemes. You, could you elaborate like, on the second thing you said there <laughs> on porn? Elaborate. Well, like there's there's this one chapter where I talk about writing a porn musical um, because it's sort of like the it's all these weird situations that happen and like there's always this kind of the stereotypical like young girl ends up in L.A. and like doesn't know what to do and then all somehow stumbles into porn and it's not it, it's not really all that common I don't think but so I thought it was really funny that like I came back from London everything went really badly and all of a sudden I was writing a porn musical. It felt like my little like version of, <laughs> of that story, even though the, the, it, there was nothing like, it wasn't like I was doing porn. It was like, it was a comedy thing for a legitimate. What's it, what's it called? Like the little clitoris that could? What's the um, name of? No, it's actually worse than that. It's like, it's kind of more embarrassing than that. What, what is it? Well, okay. So the, the, the series was a funny, Ross, you probably saw it, right? Cause I like promoted no. it. I don't think so. Oh my God. I promoted it all over my social media, just as like the Tara Naomi social media. And my dad was like, this is a career killer. <laughs> like he was so upset. He sent me an email that literally says the words career. This, this is a career killer. And, uh, and, and it's in the, it's going to be. I don't know. Book, Sex tapes chapter. are usually career enhancers. So. Well, I'm not in it. It's like I wrote it. And so I don't know if that's worse <laughs> or better, but. Um, so was it actually produced? Yeah, it was made for Spike TV. It's on I, YouTube. No, wait, hang on. I didn't know. I knew I, I'd heard of this. I just kind of thought that it didn't have. I thought it's it was a, a joke. Is it a legit? Oh, my report? God. No, is it's it? on there. It has millions of views. It oh, was, my God. Was, you got to send it away. Okay, so I, we didn't do our research on this part here. It's I know. Super, it's super offensive. It's like offensive about everything. It's the most offensive thing I've ever done in my life. And um, cool. I wrote it with my boyfriend at the time. And um, at the but, like, time. It's, it's no, yeah, we're just, Sorry, yeah, we broke back. up shortly after that. But I mean, it it totally did not kill his career at all because he just wrote and directed Guardians of the Galaxy. So like, oh, it's, there you go. So my dad predicted career killer, but it actually did just fine. Um, so what's it called? Did you say it already? It's called PG porn. PG porn. Okay. Well, that's the series. the The name of my actual porn musical is Squeal Happy Horse. <laughs> Yeah, this is all. I think I blacked this out for some reason, but it's all coming back to me now. I wonder why. You, why would you block this out? I mean, I I think I did for a while too, and then it all came back to me um, <laughs> somehow. Someone reminded me of it. And I'm like, oh my god, that's right. And then um, actually, I don't. I can't remember if I talked about it on the podcast that I did the massage podcast because um, that's actually how I met Sasha. Was that project? Um, I think I told you guys I did the, the podcast last week with Sasha Gray and um, a guy named David Guy Levy. And Sasha, I met Sasha during that time, too, um, because she was one of the actresses in the project. And this all came to fruition because of your early success in around 2006 um, with uh, Say It's Possible. <laughs> who, know, who knew Say It's Possible would lead to Say porn? Say It's Possible <laughs> would lead to porn. You know, <laughs> this you were a very early YouTube user and uh, utilizer, I guess I'll say. Yeah, that's what they tell me. And you ended up signing to Island Records. I did. This is uh, all because of YouTube? 
I mean, yeah, you know, well, I was, I, I'd YouTube, kind of been, because of you, but because of well, your, you're using, using my name YouTube. got out there because of YouTube, you know, I'd been sort of touring around. It was, it was pre YouTube. I was doing stuff for years, for a few years before YouTube was even around. And so, I mean, it, it was kind of a different time then because it, I feel like now people are like, I want to get famous. I'm going to start writing songs and I'm going to put them on YouTube. And like back then it was just like, all right, I'm, I'm, I'm an independent artist. I'm doing all this shit anyway. Like how do I get people to see it? Like there's yeah. gotta be some new way, you know? So I would post tracks on MySpace and like, you know, oh, I did, yeah. did some little tours, you know, um, oh, yeah. and was able to get some people out because of MySpace exposure or whatever. And then YouTube came along and, um, a few people in my life were like, hey, you should check this out, YouTube. Um, maybe you could put stuff on there. But no one, musicians weren't really doing that yet. They weren't, you know, weren't doing that. I hadn't seen any on there. And then I thought, well, you know, it was, it was really, uh, it was, gas was really expensive at the time. It was summer of 2006. And the idea of getting into my car again and driving around the country was just like really daunting and overwhelming. And so I was like, well, I'll just put up um, a bunch of, uh, you know, videos i'll play songs every couple days or every other day or every day sometimes and i'll post them on my youtube channel and you know people started watching them and then one then say it's possible ended up on the front page of youtube and that was sort of how people found out about me and and everything kind of changed after that you're a game changer tara that's what you are you're a game changer yeah, that was the third you, thing that I was going to tell you guys about me. You gone to change the game. Yeah, that's sort of that was my oh thanks yeah that was my third thing that I feel like everyone should know about me. I'm a game changer. You're so. a game changer. <laughs> and that that led to you playing. Uh, was it Wembley Stadium for Live Earth? Yeah, it was. Yeah, yeah. WTF? Come on. How'd that? I know. Yeah. I was just talking. Actually, I just saw. It's I gotta so funny. Got to stay hip with the with the jive, Ross. I got to stay hip with the kids. With the jive, yeah. You're you're so you're so far ahead of the jive that um, I have no words. WTF. You're the jiviest jive motherfucker I've ever seen. Actually, <laughs> see when I take the glasses off, that's when you know I'm gonna go like this, and it's funny. It, it's the thing I do. I'm like, oh, that's so funny. I don't have the glasses. I just sit. I just I can just keep my hands on my face go. the whole time. I feel like I have a slight headache, and so holding holding my face the whole time might be a good move for me right now. Do this. Do the temple thing. Temple thing and pressure. Oh, it actually feels good. We should all do this right now. But it's not really on my temples. Give it a shot. Give it a shot, man. This feels so nice. It's like all over the front of my head. Temple massage. Uh, Pressure points right here. Okay. That's what Bridget Atlantic has turned into. It's uh, Ayurvedic massage. Oh, see? Now I'm two for two. Two podcasts, two massages. I'm, this is the self-massage <laughs> podcast. Wow, is it? Yeah. Speaking of porn. <laughs> <laughs> you perv. Oh, oh, my I'm God. Perv. I'm the perv. I'm rubbing my temples right now. I'm not the one who wrote a porn musical. <laughs> I'm not the one that has a show on Spike TV about porn. I don't have a show. On, I, I wrote one segment. Oh, okay. For, we're in a segment. Sorry. I wrote one. I wrote... I actually I wrote two. That's but the one, first one, was, one segment more than I've written, Tara. The first so. one, listen, I actually wrote two, I have to be honest, but yeah. the first one was so over the top, offensive, and, and, and fucked up that, like, they banned the second one. Okay, so and wait, we never wait. got to release Spike it. Spike TV thought that something you wrote was too offensive it was for too their all-male audience. Offensive. Yeah, yeah, it was all too male, much. They're all male, mostly male chauvinistic, drinking yeah. beer, watching their football, watching yeah. Spike TV. It was too offensive for them. I, you are, you may be my new hero. 
the same. <laughs> the second one was the best though, and like we recorded, it was it had this like it ended in this like Les Mis style like four three or four part harmony melodies intertwining and like it ended up with like can I say anything on this? You can oh, say yeah, anything. absolutely okay. anything. So it ended up with two brothers like fucking the same girl. And this is so fucked up. I know. And but Except it was like that you can't say that. <laughs> <laughs> Did I just break the podcast? <laughs> It's no. broken. No, we we oh God, you could say so anything on here. I feel so bad. No, no. Yes, you can drink vodka tonics first oh, thing in the morning, then. baby. This lime water. If Whoa! You can, this you alarm, can water alarm water. This alarm water, man. Whoa! Alarm water. That's the new code word for like morning drinking. <laughs> I think. I like it. <laughs> can it be our new code word for morning drinking? Yes. And not be. like not like Bloody Marys. For no. mimosas, because I feel like that's morning. That's like acceptable morning drinking. I'm not like morning drinking like tequila. <laughs> I didn't know there was an acceptable morning drink. Dude, what the fuck? <laughs> Ross, who is this guy? Is this before? Is this before or I don't after know your morning is. run? <laughs> <laughs> this like is a- clearly after. Okay, it's your reward, what, If we right? start morning drinking pre-gym, then there's no, there's not gonna be gym. Gym. Okay, if okay. morning drinking, then no gym. Okay, so Tara. Uh, tell us about this secret project you're working on that Ross has said that maybe you're not allowed to talk about yet, but I'm going to bring up anyway. Oh, the, oh, oh yeah. <laughs> yeah, I, I want to know why. Oh, I'm sorry. Right. That's okay. I didn't think you'd be able to. Right. Yeah. Interview's over. Bye. Well, that's it. I can't talk <laughs> now, about that. Now you officially broke the podcast. Oh shit, you guys. No, I mean, it's like, I can't talk about it because it's not my project. I mean, it is my project, but when it comes out, you won't know that it's my project. And that's the way I want it to be. It's totally secret. It's like um, something completely different than anything I've ever done before. And I don't want to be attached to it as like, um, as my self. I can understand. I mean, like writing porn is one thing, (laughs) but you know, just doing music that might be somewhat of a different style or anything. You've really got to distance yourself from that. No, it's because it's because I want it to have a life that that goes far beyond anything that I've done so far musically. And I want it to have a reach that, you know, and I don't want anything to be when you sometimes, you know, if you come out with something and, and I just, I just don't want anyone to judge it by anything I've done in the past, you know, whether they liked what I did in the past and now they're like, what the fuck is this? Or whether they didn't like what I did in the past. They're like, well, I'm not going to listen to this. You know, it's like, I just want a completely fresh slate, which I think you have to, if you want something like that, you have to be really secretive and careful about it. So, Hey, I love mystery. That's, that's, yeah, so you'll know, you'll know like after the fact that it's something that, you can't really do with project. a solo project is be as mysterious when exactly. you use your own name. You know what I mean? It's like, exactly. I mean, you, can, like, ah, you can yeah. be to a certain point, but well, people do it all the time. You know, like they'll name something like um, they'll name a solo project another name just yeah, like i mean all the time so because it sounds cooler right it's like well this is a solo project but instead of calling instead of it being like like barney smith and his amazing electronic music it's gonna be you know what i mean it's like, like i think it no depends one, on the genre don't you think like if a, a name really works if you're doing like a, a folk kind of thing for the most part but i think if especially if you're doing something heavier oftentimes a band name works but, uh, yeah, but, but even for you know. solo stuff, I mean, even like now these these days, I think people are, and even before that, what was her name? The girl that she was a solo artist, but she gave herself a different name. She gave herself like a project name, and it just sounds cooler. Well, it's like Dallas Green and City in Color. 
Yeah, yeah, and so many things like what Owl City. That dude was just a guy, yeah. right? But but, but I like, mean, no, City in Color though, it, it could have totally been Dallas Green all the way too. It would be fine because it's all him with yeah. his, his guitar with maybe some exercise. But Owl yeah. City, absolutely, that would not mm-hmm. EDM projects would not work with a solo guy. <laughs> yeah, not so much. No, I think right? you can get away with if you're if you're playing real instruments and stuff, you can yeah. get away with it. But on to uh, something else, I wanted to ask you. You've you've toured around quite a bit over the last few years. You have yeah. to have some interesting stories to share. I'm, I'm sure that you weren't I always staying some. in, you know, five-star hotels. When I wrote this, when I was writing the notes, I was thinking of a story you said at one of your shows, and it was when it was the art school in Glasgow, and you were talking about somewhere you stayed. It might have been in France. It might have been in Germany. Oh. But there was a couple next door. And you oh, said, God. and I quote, that you could have got pregnant through the wall. <laughs> and, and you said that you, were, that you could be expecting a baby named Brigitte. <laughs> Expand was, on that. <laughs> I, think it was, I, I think it was Berlin or something. I can't yeah, remember. I think it was. was it Berlin? It was. Yeah, that was like the, definitely the worst, one of the worst hotel rooms. Ex- definitely, maybe it was the worst tour hotel experience I've ever had. Well, no, there were some pretty bad ones, but um, but one of them. And this this was like, I was exhausted, you know, because when I was touring Europe, we would do like 28 shows in 32 days or something, you know, like no days off, just like show, 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 you know, make the most of the whole um, situation. And um, so we showed up in this hotel really late. I'm pretty sure it was Berlin, exhausted. My tour manager, Julia, and I were there and we each had our own room, you know, and it looked like this kind of hip little hotel, you know. And we went in and I'm like, well, it's, you know, it's, it's cute. Yeah, it's really cute. And so I went to lay down and it was kind of, you know, it was pretty, it wasn't that, it wasn't like, it wasn't that posh. It was like the beds were kind of not that comfy, but I'm like, well, we're, we're going to get to sleep for like three hours anyway. So who cares? And, um, I was starting to fall asleep and all of a sudden I'm like, it was like the sheet, it was like the wall was made of a sheet. It was like a hospital. Like it wasn't even, I realized I'm like, okay, this is how they keep their costs down clearly because there is not even a wall here. Like it really sounded like they were just next to me in bed. I've never heard like, oh, you know, you oftentimes you're in a hotel and you hear something going on in the rooms around you. I've never heard anything like this. It was so, it was like I was in the room with them and I could hear. Do you think they'd watch your musical? <laughs> they're probably, they're really watching it right then. Is this what influenced so. it? it? You know what? They were probably totally innocent. And then somebody was like, you know, there's this American artist in the room next door. And do you know what she did? She wrote this musical. <laughs> and they were like, really? Oh, well, let's check it out. We love musicals. And so then they went on and they started watching it. And then that was the, that so was the you end. Ruined their, you corrupted them. Well, I'm sure I didn't ruin their evening if their evening ended up like, if their evening started out like, you know, uh, very uh, bland and ended up in what I heard next to me. It was very upsetting. And, and Julia was in the room next to me on the other side and she could hear it too. That's how fucked up it was. Now, what she is it exactly it. that you could hear? Well, like, do I need to tell you have a child? It's like, do I need to tell you? What? what? I have a child. I don't know what that means. You clearly understand. You, you clearly know what it sounds like. Oh, I wasn't sure if there was something particularly that stood out to you. <laughs> like a certain word, you know, like Alessandro or something. And like, okay. No, it was just you know, every like, whole thing. I could hear like every breath. 
I could hear like when their breathing got faster and I could hear like, <laughs> I mean, it was so fucked up. It was really upsetting. It was sort of traumatic. It was, I felt traumatized and Julia had to go down to the front desk and like three different times and be like, excuse me. And I think the person at the front desk was probably like, uh, what do you want me to do? <laughs> I mean, like, do you want me to be like, stop fucking? Like, do you want me to go? I mean, <laughs> but I'm like, you guys, this is Germany. You're all about rules. You can figure it out, you know, like really. Ross, I'll let you pick it up here. <laughs> Oh, hang on, I need a second. With it, Ross, run with it. Pick it up. <laughs> I'm, I, I'm actually like, I don't know. you guys speechless. You broke me. Oh, Ross, you're so sweet and innocent. <laughs> no, he's not. Um, <laughs> he's so not. <clears throat> Tara, you know, anyone that's watching this or listening right now and they want to aspire to what you've achieved, <laughs> like writing... You know. Get your fucking mental state check if you want to, <laughs> if you aspire to what I've achieved. So if someone wants to get to a point where they get, you know, a great following on the internet, so using social media like YouTube and Twitter and Facebook and everything, and they want to be able to, you know, write a porn musical and get on, you know, an episode of, of something they've written on Spike TV, how do they go about doing that? Or what sort of advice would you offer them? Oh my God. I, you know, I'm, I'm the worst right now because I really don't know anymore. Honestly, like I kind of stumbled into all this, you know, and obviously there are the normal things that everybody tells you to do, you know, be consistent, keep posting content, like, you know, all those things. And like, yeah, of course do all those things. But the most important thing is to have great material. It's like, have great songs, spend more of your time writing your songs and perfecting your craft than worrying about building up 10,000, you know, hundred thousand followers because it, none of it matters if you're, I mean, you know, it can get you to a certain point, but then like if the, if the songs aren't good and if the material isn't good and if your writing's not good and like not even good, but fucking amazing because the bar has been raised. It's like, there's 12 year olds writing great songs now. I know some of them because there's so much information accessible to all of us all the time. Mm -hmm. So it's like when I was 12, I was like running around outside and like watching TV and doing shit like that. Now when people are 12, they're watching YouTube. They're like watching videos like mine on YouTube, learning how to play my songs better than I do, you know? And so like, it's, it's a different world. And so you have to be so on top of your game. And like, also, <clears throat> so, I mean, I, I feel like the, the majority of, of, of your time should be focused on really the stuff you're trying to create. But then, of course, yeah, there's all the business side. So you have to get your stuff out there. But I just don't think there's any real, I mean, everything that I've ever tried to do that's actually, that I've like made a plan for and tried to make something happen in a specific way, it hasn't worked out. It's always not. the stuff. It's always the stuff that happens like you make your plan, you start doing what you think you're supposed to do, and then something else entirely different happens, and that thing is the thing, you know? And you really can't control it. The only thing you can control is like how focused you are on what you're doing, how much time you're putting into it, how, you know, how diligent you are, how hard you're willing to work, and you can, you know, be creative, you know, do, do things that are different and new, try new things. And then the rest of it's really completely out of your control. So, you know, so it almost seems like a theme that we've had uh, going through all mm -hmm. these interviews we've done, Aras, where basically it seems like a lot of success is based on recognizing opportunity and going with it. So like you said, you do things, which in turn creates opportunities, and then being able to recognize opportunity that might be completely out of that plan you set for yourself. Totally. You know, I'm sure you didn't plan on half the things that you've achieved. You know, like you said, you yep. start out on YouTube not really thinking much about it. 
you know, yeah, and then you went to, to play Wembley, which is like a one hardly anyone gets to play Wembley. Absolutely. <laughs> you know, like Yeah, and then I left my record label and crashed and burned and then all these new things came out of that experience, which was horrible. It was like the worst five years of my life, these last five years. Mm-hmm. And but then out of that are coming things that are way bigger than I ever could have imagined through just my music alone like this book that I'm writing mm-hmm. is is uh, there's a lot of, of momentum around it and the people that want to come in and like I mean it's you know it's already being optioned for television it's like there's That's all these awesome. amazing things that are coming out of it that I never I never wanted to write a book but I was driving in my car and all of a sudden I got this information in my head it was just like you're gonna write a book and it's gonna be called this and this person's gonna make a TV show out of it da, 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 like this whole thing and then I'm like really well I don't know how to write a book I've never written a book before I'm a musician what the fuck and I just sat down and it started pouring out of me this all this this writing and then I mean it, it's just you know it's 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 like I, I spent so long being afraid that if I opened myself up to expressing creativity in any other form other than music, that I wouldn't be able, that I would fail, you know, like that, that, that I'd fail in music. And so I focused so hard and I put so much pressure on myself to keep, to like make stuff happen with my music that I got like really disillusioned and sad when things would happen and they wouldn't happen the way I thought they should, were supposed to happen and all the ups and downs. I was so attached to this one idea. So then when I kind of step back and just let myself be open to whatever like creativity is creativity and absolutely you know and so like I let myself be open to other forms of creativity and now I'm like gonna be in such a better position for my music too yeah because like I'm you know I same thing happened like recently my brother is a film and television producer and um, he wants to expand and become more of a creative instead of just investing in projects he wants to be you know generating his company to be generating more original ideas and developing these ideas and, and creating content that's so that they conceived of and that is their own so he was sort of like we need some help with this this and this you know with our social media and we don't have a website and can you you know and I'm like I'll come in and oversee that for sure I can do that you know and my first week there, I brought him a television show that he wants to option, like a different thing, a different television show idea. And so all of a sudden, he's like, I want you involved in all of our creative ideas. I want you reading scripts. I want you generating ideas. I want to, you, I want to make shows with you. I want to do stuff with you. Know? And then all of a sudden, like my brother and I are entering into this creative partnership, which is like, you know, which is basically I'm working at his company. But I never thought that I would be developing television shows what but the thing is the show i brought him is all music based and i feel like you know there's there's and there's there's other music based ideas too that i feel like will not in addition to just being a great way to express creativity telling stories because that's what i do with writing songs you know and this is even a way to, to tell bigger stories um and so that is one one thing in and of itself but that's also going to help get my music out there because guess what is going to guess what music is going to go into some of these projects yeah, mine. Marilyn Manson. So, <laughs> exactly. <laughs> so I just, you know, it's like the guy that when they did Once, that guy was a singer-songwriter. Yeah. Yeah. He was super talented. But, you know, it wasn't like obvious mainstream radio songs. So it's like, oh, guess what? Here's another way to get your music out there. And, and how many people heard that? And now it's a musical. And now yeah. it's like, you know, Absolutely. millions and millions and millions of people are loving that guy's music and yeah. loving oh, his yeah. creativity and his stories and like connecting with it on such a bigger level than people even connect with songs on the radio, you know? You know so yeah. that's what I want. You know, I Tara, want something... I completely relate because it's, it's the idea of... Uh, 
a good songwriter should be a storyteller. And sometimes totally. that story needs to be told in different ways. And, you know, I, I, I think I can, uh, you can probably relate to this. Uh, keeping yourself kind of in such a box, you know, as an artist and just saying, mm-hmm. I'm a singer-songwriter, I'm a songwriter, and that's just what you do. And instead of stepping back and being like, no, I'm actually an artist, I'm a creative, I'm a yeah. storyteller. And realizing there's so many different avenues for that. And, you know, one hand washes the other type of thing, you yeah. know. Totally. Putting, yeah, it can so just take really time awesome. to kind of realize that, though. Like, I think yeah, I think you kind of need some maybe, well, maybe not need to limit yourself. But I think by limiting yourself a little bit in the beginning, I think it can help you to realize later on, you know, that there are things that you've maybe missed out. And then something sparks and it's like, whoa, now I want to do all of this stuff. Yeah, you need focus to hone a craft of any yeah. uh, of any sort, like, right? Because you need the foundation to then yeah expand from. I think Absolutely. it's more about being open because, mm-hmm. like, most people who set out on the path of being a singer songwriter aren't going to achieve what they think they set out to achieve. So along the way, those people might have other opportunities come in that they might say no, 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 because yes. I'm this, I'm this, I and they might actually be limiting themselves to something that's to a better life, you know. And for some mm-hmm. people, that might be like well, maybe that's having, maybe that's getting married and having a family. Like maybe along the way you like, maybe that's like becoming a doctor. Like, I don't know, but it's like, like if you're that's a creative person, planning, yeah. yeah, I thought so. <laughs> yeah, me too. Med school next year. Well, you know what, but like, I mean, but you don't know. It's like, you have to be open. And so like, yes, start out, focus on what you want. But I think like, if we're all honest with ourselves, I mean, it's not even being honest. It's like, I think at a certain point, you realize that the things that you thought you needed to be happy aren't necessarily the things that you need to be happy. And that there are other things that you might be missing out if you're just being like so, you know, so hard-headed and, and, and closed to other possibilities for your life. Because, I mean, ultimately, you know, it's like you're here for this little amount of time and then we die. That's it. We're here and we die. And like the things that we do don't matter. It's how we feel when we're doing them. It's not about like, I don't care what somebody does. It's if you feel fulfilled while you're doing it, then you're doing what you're meant to do. And it's not like, I have to do this. I have to do this. I mean, yeah, it feels good to make goals and achieve them. But you, I just think it's such a, such a we're, we're so misguided in what we think we're supposed to be doing as human beings on the planet. That's really what it comes down to for me, where all this kind of shifted. It's like, I'm not here because, you know, to be a singer songwriter. I don't have a purpose to deliver message. I mean, it's like, yeah, that's great. And if that's what makes me happy and feel fulfilled, then go for it. But I'm here for a much different reason. And I'm here just to experience life and to be alive and to like, I don't know. I have other thoughts about it too, but I won't get into it. Cause it's like, I haven't had enough alarm water yet. <laughs> <laughs> wise words there. Very wise words. Seriously. Uh, you know, it's all a bunch of bullshit, right? <laughs> No, maybe. All right, Tara, are you ready for 20 questions? Yes. Wow. <laughs> She's really That's good. the most enthusiastic <laughs> response we've ever had. I think so. Ross, I've officially just, I just uh, finished a sentence for you. Did you see that? Did you? See what just happened? Yeah, you started a sentence and I finished it for you. Yeah, in my head. Oh. I'm explaining where my That's enthusiasm sweet. comes from. This, mor- this morning's enthusiasm is brought to you by caffeine. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> Ross, uh, I'll start off this time. I don't think I've okay. started off for a while. Tara, yes, coffee Mark. or tea? A coffee. Meat or veggies? Both. CD or vinyl? CD. I mean, I want to be vinyl, but the truth is, I'm more actually neither. Be honest, I'm more like man. Empty. 
I'm more MP3. You know, I left my vinyl. I got a really super cool record player from the Island Records for my birthday, and I had to leave it in London when I left because I didn't have room for it. So no vinyl for me. Summer or winter? Summer. CrossFit or insanity? Fuck. Neither. Oh, fuck. I, I've done both, and I'm sort of more of a lifting heavy weights on my own girl these days. Twitter or Facebook? Facebook. Breaking Bad or Homeland? I know, I know. I don't like Facebook. I'm, I'm just being honest. I'm not trying to be, I mean, if I were cool, I mean, for me, actually, it's Instagram. That's what I like best. Instagram is better, yeah. Yeah, I mean, I'm, can I just change the answers totally? Because I'm like... You can I'm, just change yeah, it. You, you can do whatever you want. want. I mean... Okay, wait, what's the next one? I forgot. Homeland what? Or Breaking Bad. Oh, Breaking Bad. Cupcakes or gingerbread? So mean. I know. Gingerbread. Indie or major? For my songs, indie. For songs I like to write to make money, major. <laughs> That's a good, very that is honest a good answer. answer. That's a good, very honest answer. And this is probably going to be the hardest question of them all. Patty Griffin or Peter Griffin? Oh, God. You're really like hitting where it hurts. It's like, you know I love Family Guy. You know I love Patty Griffin. I mean, how else to choose? All right, I'm going to go Patty just because. House of Cards or Orange is the New Black? <laughs> They're like my two favorite shows. Nice. <laughs> or House is the New Cards. <laughs> black is the new house. <laughs> <laughs> we'll accept that. Will we, will we accept that? Uh, yeah, we'll, we'll, uh, we can. Well, we, sec, uh, yep, yeah, we'll accept that. Okay, thanks. I had to check with, uh, you know, that, that guy. <laughs> okay. Mac or PC? Duh, Mac. Duh. <laughs> New York or Los Angeles? I don't know what the fuck it is. You guys are so mean. New York home, LA home. I love both I guess, cities. They're both two of my absolute favorite cities. I've yeah, mine lived, too. So. I mean, if you just put like London in there, then I'd be totally... Yes, yeah, London too. Um, you ever been to Toronto? Yeah, I haven't spent a lot of time there, but I have been yeah. there. I think it's, I played with Michael Bolton there. Did I, Ross? Did I play well, with Michael Bolton? Speaking, yeah, you, you did play with Michael Bolton somewhere. Um, but speaking of Michael Bolton, he's coming up in a few... In Go a ahead, few Ross. You got to say that. Well, we'll switch it up. You got to say it. This oh, my God. Yours. Stop. Right. Well, Michael Jackson or Michael <laughs> Bolton. <laughs> I got to go Jackson all the way. Damn it. You let me down. <laughs> Yoga you want to choose Michael Bolton over Michael Jackson? Not enough people choose the Bolt, right? The Bolt is amazing. You want me to go? You want me to? to you want me to alter my truth? My my my, no, my truth? No. I want to you to go with the underdog. Yes, he wants you to lie just to support his ego. <laughs> wait, so am I? That's so mean. So you can see seem validated to love Michael Bolton as <laughs> wait, much so as he does. Wait, so you're you wait you choose Bolton over Jackson? I think I would choose Bolton. I mean, he's got the power grab and he's got the hair, or he, he had the he hair. He does have the power grab. No, that, he, he's got short hair now. But he's 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 like talk about fucking. He's jacked, man. Too. It's crazy. Cool. For an older dude, <laughs> he's ripped. Yoga or yogurt? Mm, yoga. Twerk or work? Work. Ricky Gervais or Ricky Martin? She bangs. <laughs> I know. I know it's a tough one. I'm gonna go Gervais, though. That would be my choice. Whale yeah. or kale? Shit. Sorry, Russ. Go with it. I'll go kale. Bette Midler or the Riddler? 
Oh my god, I love me some Bette Midler. Are you kidding? No, all I'm the not way, kidding. all the way. Like I'm not, no, I'm not, we're not kidding, Tara. Bette Midler, all the way, a hundred percent. Bette Midler over anything. <laughs> <laughs> Would you choose Bette Midler over the next question? Am I am I asking this, Ross? Because I'm like really close. Oh to yeah, me. you can ask it. Go. Cool. Like really it. creepy right now. Like yeah. you're Ross or Marcy. Are we close talking? Ask away. Ross or Marcio. Oh my God, you're so mean. <laughs> I can't answer those questions. So Tara, what's, uh, what, do you, what have you been listening to nowadays? What sort of music recommendations do you have for our listeners and viewers? You know what? I'm obsessed with... I'm obsessed Michael Bolton. With Michael Bolton. I'm obsessed with The Weeknd right now. Okay. Have you heard that song? Um, you've heard it often. I've not heard it often. Oh my God, it's so song good. It's so sexy. Like, I don't know. I rarely think songs are actually really sexy. And like, he is, that song is so good. I love it. There's something about it just like grabs me. Um, so I'm like really into that kind of. And I play it on repeat over and over and over and over and over again. And I can't get enough. Um, we probably talk about where can people find you online? <sighs> Last one. <laughs> Um, no. Well, I really like Instagram these days. It's Tara Naomi, T-E-R-R-A-N-A-O-M-I. Um, I haven't been as active on YouTube, but maybe that'll change at some point. I don't really know. I can't guarantee anything. Um, my website, you know, you can go on there. There's not a lot of new material right now. TaraNaomi.com, right? Yeah, yeah, but like, I can't share anything that I'm doing. I'm working on a, a secret project <laughs> that I can't tell you anything about. I'm developing a couple of TV shows that I also can't tell you anything about yet. Um, a writing a book. podcast. I know. I'm, I'm like, like, the timing is slightly off, seeing as I have nothing, like, out, nothing new out to, to talk about. There's nothing new that I can talk about yet. And like, It's okay. We'll have you back on next year. Maybe you can... Yeah. You can uh, well, you'll have to talk beans. to my publicist then. You're going to have to talk to my publicist. <laughs> um, I, I'm pretty sure... You know what? This has been the defining episode, Ross. So this is the episode that will define the, the, the boys from the men, the girls from the women. Oh, my God. Do you think I destroyed your podcast? Oh, really? You have Sorry. helped us divide. The people who are if watching this right now... If anybody is thinking of never tuning in again, please tune in again because this is all my fault. Normally, everybody on the show is incredibly respectful, no, tasteful, they're not. classy. No, they're not. And I just happen Stop to be lying. a crazy bitch. And so... But, no, like, seriously... Know, it's going to go one way Don't or the leave other. them. Don't yes, leave them. People are either going to, ne- like, never watch again or they're now always going to watch our podcast because of you. So. But they're going to be disappointed every week because it's not going to be Tara each time. So I, I think... Was, that was the most kiss-ass remark I think we've had on the show. You're shining her I was, I was going back. I was trying to get her to change her answer to, to our last question. <laughs> you just said like everyone's going to be disappointed when they tune into the show because it won't be you. Oh, I know. But See? That goes the He's really trying um, to get that you, you to answer question number 20. And say, what's question pick, 20? Well, you, you picked oh, me. Oh, well, Ross, directly. clearly. Oh. See, and it worked. Okay, well, yeah. you know what? This interview's over. I say we all storm <laughs> off, and that's how it's going to be over. I'm done. Seriously, we're, we're st- I'm, uh, that's it. I'm over. This is it. That's it. We're done. Oh, my hey God. Guys. He's putting away. You guys, he's putting off. He's taking what off his baby. earbuds. He took what? off his earbuds. What baby. Thanks for listening to this week's episode of Bridge the Atlantic. If you like what you heard, please subscribe and leave a rating and review on iTunes. You can also find us on YouTube, Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram. So connect with us on there and let us know what you think of the show. Thanks for being awesome, and we'll see you next week. Even when we're on a budget, we still deserve nice things. 
Quince is a place to scoop up stunning high-end goods for 50 to 80% less than similar brands. They have buttery soft cashmere sweater starting at $50, luxurious Italian leather bags, and so much more. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get the high-end goods you'll love without the high price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com slash style for free shipping and 365-day returns.